You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Hour of power number two, Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Illini at Maryland this weekend, and, and again, we can't say enough, complete coverage on IlliniGuys.com. Let's continue the basketball conversation here as we start the second hour. Illinois going into Friday night, 6-1 and one atop the Big Ten with a big showdown versus Michigan State coming up uh, on Tuesday. You know, Brad, one thing we we didn't get into last hour, we were talking about here in the break, um, some of the analytics, you were really impressed with how some of the, the numbers broke down from the, uh, the Purdue game. Yeah, you, you see the adjustments that Illinois made. You know, we always talk about halftime adjustments and what they did. Illinois went from uh, really struggling to score in the first half, including that seven-minute score on the stretch, to scoring 1.265 points per possession in the second half. And then we looked at what they did to Purdue defensively in the second half, holding them under one point per possession, which is actually the best um, anyone's done against Purdue. In fact, Purdue had 69 points in regulation, which is their, which was actually the worst points per possession. It was like 1.057 or something like that. It's the worst they've had all season. So although we might complain about this, and there were too many fouls, and we let them go one-on-one, and Edie scored and did this, they still had one of their worst points per possession. I think sometimes we look at the eye test. Well, that was easy or something like that, and we don't think about what the actual the, – the total numbers are all that really matters is how many points they get per possession on, on, the, on that end. Yeah, and, and the other thing I found amazing about that particular game was how so many of the stats came out very similar. You know, bench points were within one of each other. Fast break points were within two points of each other second chance points within one point, really the only, uh, you know, of those type of things, uh, points off of turnovers, same thing. The only area that Purdue really excelled over the Illini was scoring in the paint. And, and that comes down to Kofi being in foul trouble. And while Bosman's Radonk actually played pretty good defense, he's not an offensive threat. And, and obviously the other component was you didn't have a Coleman Hawkins there to play the four. So I, I thought it was a really good game, and I thought Illinois really acquitted itself well, considering some of the, the things. I've, I've personally never seen a guy shoot three for 10 and be protected by the referees so that he gets 13 or, or so that he, gets, he can shoot 13 out of 15 at the free throw line. Yeah. And Jay Nivey is a marvelous player. Yeah. But when you go three for 10, you haven't earned the right to get protected when you go down the lane to that extent. Yeah, well said. I think Brad mentioned at the very top that there's a little question right now that Purdue and Illinois are the two best teams in the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan State gets to uh, cast their votes uh, in a game at State Farm Center Tuesday night. Uh, we got a test stretch ahead and look at the Big Ten. There are no off nights as Michigan State found out against Northwestern at home uh, last week. There's no question. Um, you get Michigan State, then you um, are at Northwestern. You come back, you get Wisconsin, the other surprise team going into um, uh, the weekend with the, with the one loss or coming into the week with one loss, I should say. Um, and, and then you get at Indiana and you get into um, really, again, all those road trips we talked about earlier. Um, you guys both are coaches. Take me through this right now. You've got Andre Corbello back. You have um, uh, just had an incredible run here without him. How do you work him back in and how do you see some of the rotations and, and, and the lineups uh, matching up as this team works now works its way with all of its pieces, getting them to, play together as you march toward March. 
Well, I think the biggest thing is figuring out which lineup combinations work the best together. I think it's obvious you're going to have to have either Trent or Corbello on the floor at all times moving forward. I think that it, how you can fit those together if you've got non-shooter, you know, or a guy, you know, DeMonte is a good shooter, but maybe not a guy you want putting the ball on the floor. So you probably want to make sure you have Bello on the floor when a lot when DeMonte's on the floor. I mean, because then you got a penetrator, he's a spot-up shooter. Um, same with Grandison. Same, so it's a, it's a different animal. I think Plummer is going to still play minutes, but maybe he's even a little better because he gets a little break, and maybe that helps him be a little bit better defensively. I do think um, – I, I don't think they want to play Bellow 30 minutes a game right now. I mean, that, that was not the plan to play him 26 minutes. So I think you'd like to sh- bring him back slowly now um, and play him 15 minutes at Maryland and play him maybe 18 minutes against Michigan State and, and kind of go from there. And I think that's – uh, the the job of Brent Underwood and you've gotten some good minutes off the bench. How do you reincorporate Coleman Hawkins coming off the flu? Luke Goody gave you six good minutes. It's there's a lot of pieces to put in there. So I, I think it'd be fun to see what they do. Yeah, and and I, I'll be honest with you, I think the Curbelo uh, is is a gradual thing. And thank goodness, you know, Purdue is really good, and we don't play him every night. So you can kind of ease Curbelo in. Here's the question I have for you, Brad. Closing out the game. You really like that that offense that you get from Curbelo, Frazier, and Plummer on the floor at the same time. But how do you how do you defend people with those three guards? Because that was what Purdue, you know, made a little bit of hay on. Can we have Curbelo and Plummer on the court closing out games at the same time? Yeah, I think you can. Carmelo's a great defender. I mean, he's a great on-ball defender. Um, yeah, he's not. He's not he the really, one I was worried about. <laughs> I, I know, but what I'm saying is, so there's usually a guy in the other team that maybe you don't have to be as uh, vigilant with. I think what happened was there's a couple situations where Plummer ended up. Um, just getting beat by simple backdoor cuts and things like that. And and that's just discipline. Maybe that's fatigue. He's tired. It's 50-minute game, and you play that extra time. So hopefully that's what – they got to learn from that. But, you know, from an offensive standpoint, it, you, you're going to have give and take. I mean, do you want – I mean, obviously they wanted to have Trent on, you know, Sasha, and they wanted to have DeMonte on Jay Nivey as much as they could. Yep. But the problem you run into then, you know, Plummer can't get beat off a backdoor cut by another guy. And that's where, you know, he gives you 24 points, but he's just got to get a little better defensively and his awareness and understanding what they're trying to do. Because Matt Painter knew it because he went right at him. Oh, exactly. Whoever he was guarding, it was going to be a backdoor cut. We're going to use him off the ball and catch him napping. I mean, Matt Painter's probably, I mean, I think Brad Underwood's really good. But from a tactical standpoint, I'm not sure Painter isn't the best tactician in the Big Ten. I'm not certain if I'm coaching that it during the this down stretch of a game like that, I just tell Plummer, like, you just got to, you have to defend your man. You're not helping. Just stay glued to your guy because I think he can remember that. I, I you know, because I think if he had, you know, maybe not been trying to do so much, maybe he wouldn't have lost him. I don't know. Good point. We'll leave it there, but you keep it here. He's strolled into the orange room, making his way into the studio Kendrick Prince, lasso in hand. It's Ken's recruiting roundup. That's next. Sports Spectacular. (laughs) Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC.
planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business, whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. We are required by our conscience to issue this warning to you. If you aren't a LineEyeGuys.com subscriber, anything you hear in the next six minutes will be old news. For more information or to lodge a complaint, you can send an email to info at IlliniGuys.com. There you go. Now, you've, you've been warned. He has braved the cold from, to come in and give us a scoop. Kedrick Prince, IlliniGuys.com recruiting director, left his horse out there in the cold. Dude, that's so wrong of you. Uh, but I guess he's too tall to, to fit in the door. So, okay. Ken, what's up, man? Let's talk basketball. Uh, the, the danger alert. Dane Danger is on campus. I, I, you know, I love it. And I'm glad because I was sweating a few bullets because there was talk that he might not get into school. And, I mean, got to put it out there. He got in. And I'm glad. And, it's, I mean, I've heard good things the first couple of days of practice. So, this is good. I mean, Illinois, is, this is good. They need so, this. Um, tell, so Dane Danger, now he, he, he can't play until next season, so he can't suit up until fall 2022, but he's a practice player. Um, is, he, is he a big body that could kind of you know, bang Kofi and kind of maybe one of those guys get him ready for the rigors of the of Big Ten? You know, I had a friend compare him today to a Trevion Williams um, mm-hmm. from Purdue because that's what he looks like. He is a guy that can bang a little bit. He can shoot a little bit. But I like the fact he could put the ball on the floor. And, you know, Coach Underwood, uh, in his press release, summed him up best. He's a very, very skilled guy that can play the four and five. Something that a player Illinois has not had. I mean, they've not had a player, at least in, in my recent memory of his size, that could do things like that. So he's a nice, nice weapon to have. I think it's good that he's also going up against Kofi every day because he's going to have an opportunity to learn, you know, what it's like and to learn the system. You know, Coach Underwood's system seems easy when you watch it, but if people don't, if don't understand, he's an ex and old guys, and you got to be in certain spots at certain times, and now he's going to learn that because we don't know if Kofi's going to come back next year or not. Well, and the other thing is, is this kid's going to get a full 11, 10, 11 months with, you know, uh, the Illini conditioning, and, and that's, that's obviously a, a huge thing with Fletch. The second thing is I was impressed with his ball skills, particularly his passing skills. Uh, He he brings a lot to the program, doesn't he? He brings a lot to the program. Uh, Mike, you know, you're exactly right. You know, um, he hasn't played, you know, um, because I know he was injured. And I think, you know, once he gets fletched and, you know, a, a year in the system, I think he's going to look a lot different. His body's going to. I mean, look at we We've all seen pictures. You know, uh, before and after with Fletcher and and what it's done, you know, and what he's done to some of these kids' bodies to improve them and to improve their conditioning. Kofi being one of them. We all talk about how big Kofi is, and he slimmed down a lot. Yep. But to answer your question about his passing ability, think about it. One of the things we all talk about, Brad Underwood trademark, got to be able to shoot it, 
You got to be able to defend. You got to be able to pass the basketball. And everybody in his 2022 recruiting class, 24, and Dane Danger is the same thing. So he's now got his system in place and the kind of players he wants. And I can only imagine having seen him put the ball on the floor and, you know, being able to pass the ball to guards and, you know, who's ever going to be the hopefully Cabello may be one of those guys. Now, the other thing that we've seen in recruiting is I've heard a lot of rumbles about activity from the Illini football staff. What's going on over there from a recruiting front, kid? I'll tell you, I know when Coach Beatleman got the job, he, he said he went over and, you know, he talked to Coach Underwood and they've had meetings how he, you know, how he goes about doing things. And I think he's taking a page out of Brad Underwood's recruiting book because this week alone, just in one day, they offered eight kids. I'm not saying that in only football in a long, long time. They're aggressive. I think, you know, last year coming into the system, um, well, yeah, coming into the system and people not knowing what to expect. Now, you know, he knows what he's looking for. People know what he, you know what he, what he's about. Meaning Coach Bielema, they're offering a lot of kids, and kids are responding. I mean, and the one unique thing that I really, you know, want the fans who listen to this show to understand, there's some really good, high quality coaches in the program, from head coaches to assistants. And I'm really lucky enough to talk to these kids, and they are selling the truth. Everybody from football and basketball, they'll tell you the same thing. These coaches are honest. They love the facilities. They love the fans. And it's just nice to see that them going out there offering so many kids and these kids are responding and not blowing them off, even some 24 kids. So they're ahead of the schedule. Now to get some of these kids to commit, like Brad Underwood did, you're going to see a quick turnaround, a lot quicker than what I originally thought when Bielema got hired. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, I looked at one of them, Chauncey Bowens, six foot one, 205-pound 205 running back who's a sophomore, and when you watch his film, you take a look at him, I'd be happy if he was a senior. Um, boy, that, this is an elevation here in terms of the talent that they're, they're looking at. Exactly. And, the, and, Mike, you know, to go with Chauncey, you know, here he is. He's a 24 kid. And he already has offers from Illinois and Miami. So what does that tell you? And one of the things that, you know, I talked to a lot of the recruits this week, what Illinois is doing, they're, they're getting in on some of these kids early. Again, another bad Underwood trait. You know, uh, Jeremiah Fears, you're talking to football, they offered him as an eighth grader. And so what the bass football coaches are doing is the same thing. They're offering these kids, and then these kids, they said to me, hey, when this, when this is all said and done, Illinois saw things in me, saw things in me that other people didn't, so they're going to be there in the end. When you start winning games, you got that family atmosphere, the practice facility, Illinois is going to start landing some of these kids. So they put themselves in a good situation to continue to build and to sustain it, not just a one-year wonder. Talking with Kedrick Prince here, a lot of guys are after recruiting. Uh, Ted, I've, Ken, I've got about 30 seconds here. Very quickly, you posted a lot of content this week on IlliniGuys.com about recruiting. Uh, tell me about one kid in particular, the LZ kid out of Chicago Simeon High School. Um, it looks like right now Illinois very much in the mix for him, a nice uh, receiver prospect. Larry, that's a very, very good question. And I'll tell you what, he he was honest. Illinois was not in the mix. He was entertaining phone calls with them because they were Illinois. But because of what they've done and how hard they've worked, he is a very good prospect. And from what I was told, this kid, you know, rest for a year, and he's probably as a sophomore, he has NFL potential. If they can land this kid from Simeon, from Chicago, that's going to do wonders for the passing game. And I think 
What's going to help him is to see this new offensive coordinator. If they improve that passing game, we'll have a better shot at him. Awesome. We'll leave it there. Kedrick, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Kedrick Prince, recruiting director for IlliniGuys.com. Going to hop on that horse and brave the cold and get back back home. Kedrick, always good to have you here in the state-of-the-art IlliniGuys.com studios. Hey, stay with us. She is Miss Versatility, the Big Ten's leading rebounder, Kendall Bostic. She's up next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Paramedic, firefighter, police officer. Different job titles, one common goal to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at ourboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Back here on the show, uh, one of the big gets this past offseason for Nancy Faye was getting Kendall Bostic to transfer from conference rival Michigan State. And Bostic has been as advertised, leading the Big Ten in rebounding throughout the season. I recently caught up with a sophomore and asked her about making the switch. It's been great. You know, the coaching staff, the players, they welcomed me with open arms when I first came here, and the adjustment was super smooth. Um, I love all the girls, the coaches, you know, the culture that Coach Faye is building here, and we as a team have adapted. It's been um, a lot different than past teams that I've been on, so it's very nice to be able to, you know, yeah. To be able to know that each of these girls like has my back in every way possible, and I have their back, so it's been a really good adjustment. I love it here. When you um, now, did did you uh, 
talk with Illinois coming out of high school? Is that one of the teams you considered? They were one of my top schools I considered. So I, yeah, so I kind of knew kind of coming out like where I wanted to go. And I really talked with Illinois and they kind of really showed me like what they were going to use me as, you know, they actually had film from um, my game against them at Michigan State. And they were like, this is what we see you doing. This is what, you know, all this stuff. They had like statistics, all this stuff. So it was really cool to see how much time they put in to want it like to try and get me back even though I like ha I hadn't committed there yet so it was really neat to see like the devotion and stuff already I was gonna say that had to make you feel good considering the, your first go round. you said <laughs> I like you but no yeah. and now they come back around again yeah it was really cool you know they were super pumped um and once I got off that first FaceTime call I was kind of like okay like I think this is where I'm gonna go so I think I definitely made the right choice what's the the big difference here as opposed to last year with with Michigan State? Um, just how I'm being used. Um, I really am like a stretch four. I like operating high post, you know, being able to post up, get my opportunities, short corner, those kind of things. And so I think with Illinois, they really give me more of an opportunity to kind of play like my style. Um, obviously, fours are out on the wing a little bit more, so I've adjusted to that through college. But um, being able to, you know, in our zone, play the high post, you know, scoot out to the corner a little bit like I did tonight, being able to post up as an option. So I have more options to play like the game I'm most comfortable with, I guess. Um, that was kind of the main thing. You guys have a lot of talent out here. It's my first time getting a chance to watch you. I um, have watched you guys you know, streaming and, and of course I follow along every game if you guys are, are you know with live stats and of course the box scores. Um, what is it right now that that what are you missing right now in this team? I mean I, I see the team operate and I think this is a team that's better than their record. So what's kind of missing right now? Um, you know, we are a new team. I, we have, you know, six new people, three transfers, three freshmen coming in. So I think that's obviously going to take some time in itself to adjust. You know, we have two freshmen running our points, so that's a big step for them. But um, we talked about the locker room. I think our toughness, you know, we talk about all these things in practice. We go over, like, scouts, plays, all this stuff, and it's we're struggling to transfer it onto the court during the game. Um, so I really like in practice we do a great job you know we box out we run the plays we deny the right way but we get into the game and everyone kind of gets a deer in a headlight look and then doesn't do what they're supposed to do like tonight you know we talked about our coaches talked about boxing out for the last four days of practice and we go out in the first half you know they get 21 offensive boards on us and you can't win a game when the other team's getting 21 offensive boards in the first half so I think just kind of transferring things over from practice to games and just toughness in general you know they got a lot of the 50-50 balls and you know there was one time our coach said that there were three of us under the basket and this girl dove on the floor from the other team and got the rebound so I think we've just got to mentally we've got to get tougher. Um, what's it like to 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 get a chance to play under Coach Fahey? I love playing under Coach Faye. I mean, she's a great coach. She pushes us um, really hard in practice in the games, but she obviously like wants what's best for us. I've never had a coach, you know, be like so in tune with her players. Like she actually genuinely cares about us off the court as much as she does on. Um, and so that's something I really like too. You know, if she, if we know that she cares about us, we're gonna do everything we can for her. But we've just got to do, I think, a little bit more for Coach. But um, overall, I love playing for her. Awesome. Tell us something we don't know about Kendall Bostic. Um, I really like um, tennis. Tennis and volleyball are second sports. So those are probably my two, like, you know, if I have free time, tennis and volleyball probably. <laughs> were you always a jock? Yeah, I did three sports for two years in high school and then eventually um, got down to one my senior year when I focused on basketball and committed. I was just, just going to chill and do basketball. So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Okay, a uh, pizza fan? I love pizza, yes. What's your favorite pizza? Pepperoni. Okay, what, what from where? Ooh, 
we have this, oh, what's it called? We have this place back in Kokomo. It's like a little hometown joint. I can't remember what it's called. Um, they opened up, like, right before I left for school, so I had it, like, a few times, and I was like, this is the best pizza, and I'm going away. Um, oh, what's, I can't remember what it's called. It's going to kill me. But there's a hometown place in Kokomo that's really good. Okay, so listen, so, so our challenge to you is when you get back home, you need to tweet at us okay. on Illini Guys, because we t on the radio show, we talk about pizza all the time, okay. and Illini Guy Mike literally... Will eat his pizza and yours. Okay. So you gotta let us know where in Cocoa we gotta go to I eat got pizza. You. I got you guys. <laughs> I'll tweet at you. Awesome. Sounds good. Listen, congratulations on you being oh, here. We're big. Yes. Bruno's. Bruno's Pizza. Okay. Bruno's. There it is. There it is. You, you guys heard it right here. Kendall Bostic says go to Bruno's in Kokomo to get pizza. Yes. I'm the same way. Pepperoni. Gotta be yes. pepperoni. Yes. Very good. Congratulations <laughs> on being here. We're excited you're in Illini and definitely talk to us again sometime. Thank you so much for having me. Mike really enjoyed talking to her. And that was um, again, earlier in the season, I, you know, and we've had a chance to hear from Aliyah and I, and of course, last hour, Adelia McKenzie. Um, the one word that I think that comes out talking to, to these young players is character. You know, I, I gotta be really uh, upfront on this between Kendall Bostic. And obviously we have Adelia on, these are two of the nicest people that I've heard interviewed, you know, a lot of times athletes tend to be a little bit, um, you know, they, they tend to assume that everybody should like them and, and they take things for granted. But what are what an engaging uh, personalities this team has, and yet they're competitors. I, I found myself thinking, well, you know, how do other teams get motivated playing against these guys? Cause they're just nice people. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's nothing you can do. And I also will tell you one thing I'm going to be in that part of Indiana and I'm going to Bruno's. <laughs> I will be at Bruno's. I'm going to see how accurate she is because I will tell you, I have forgotten more pizza than most people eat in a lifetime. So I can't wait to go to Bruno's. And we, we will vouch for that for you. For that. There's no question, but I think talking to talking to Kendall, I really enjoyed speaking with her. Um, Elijah Smith talking to Aliyah Nye. And then again, as you said, we have Adelia on the show. They all talk about it in terms of how they can get better. There's never pointing the finger. There's not somebody else's fault. It's like, look, we've got to play better. We've got to do this. We, there is, there's definitely a, they're, they're working together. There's no question about that. And, and she's killing it. You know, I mean, look, anyone, I don't care men's game, women's game, uh, pros, college, high school, whatever. When you have players who go off and attack the board, you can't have enough of those type of players. And that's exactly the, the game that I saw um, in person at Southern Illinois. That's what she did. I mean, she attacks the boards. She's, she's like a stretch four. And, and she does it. She can hit the outside shot. Uh, what a great piece for this Illini team, not just for this season, but for two more years after this. Yeah, they're, they're building for the future. Obviously, fans want to see some wins. So as they learn how to win as a team, I think we'll see it. Yeah, and big uh, homestand here this weekend. Again, make sure you go out there on uh, Sunday afternoon and have another matinee matchup as they try to get uh, back to 500 there in the Big Ten. Uh, stay with us. Quick time out right here, and then we get caught up with football. Matt Stevens joining in the chant on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Boy, we are steamrolling our way to February. One more weekend, and then it's here. One month closer to March Madness. One month closer to 
spring football. Let's check in with Matt Stevens right now, Illini Guys football writer and analyst. Uh, Matt, you know, right now, not the busiest time for you. You get a chance to get a little bit of a breather, doing some basketball for us, of course. Uh, but let's talk about a, some news here this week we, we did have in terms of some roster changes. And the big one, uh, Luke Ford, the, the tight end, uh, decided to come back for uh, the 2022 season. Yeah, Luke is going to play his what will end up being his fifth year of college football. He had to sit out that year at Illinois after playing his freshman year at Georgia. Of the 2020 year, obviously, as a free year, and then he spent last year as basically your starter 1A or 1B, however you want to put it, with Daniel Barker as the tight end. And I think that Luke, um, while I think Luke is going to get a lot of looks when he decides to make the leap to professional football simply because of his strength and his ability to, to be an inline blocker, uh, I think he knows he can come back to Illinois under Barry Lunny's offense and be a pivotal point into what this Illinois passing game wants to be at the tight end position and therefore make himself a, a more valuable commodity in the 2023 draft. And I think it's a smart move all around for Luke. Um, and, and it really was an interesting Zoom because uh, I think a lot of people knew that Luke was leaning that way. At least I did. Luke that was leaning that way, and and I think to have Luke back for another year, and I think there's a lot of dynamics there off the field that they want Luke to start to have a primary uh, captaincy, maybe type role, leadership role in this team in very and, and Brett Bielema's second second year in Champaign. And of course, the other news kind of coming out was surprising to some people that Jamal Woods is returning for what is it his just settles like sixth year. <laughs> yeah. Jamal Woods has the opportunity to get like a doctorate at Illinois while he <laughs> plays football. Um, I, I, I love this because Jamal's had such an injury played career at Illinois. And I love it because he was able to get through 10 games last year. And I think that galvanized him to want to try to do another sixth year. I think if Jamal had gone through another injury and gone through another rehab process, I think he talked about the voices in his head would have said, this isn't worth it anymore. And I think the coaches would have been like, look, we're not going to put you in that physical you know, state anymore. Um, you need to move on because you have, a, you, have a, you have potential to have two degrees here. I think Jamal wants to put another full season together at Illinois. And I think that he knows he can be not only a big leader on this team on the defensive side, but with Roderick Perry leaving lose um, being without eligibility anymore after this past season they think Jamal can slide in with, with Tariah Edwards the uh, Northwestern transfer and be a big part in that nose tackle spot outside of Johnny Newton and Keith Randolph and that that really was a the depth on the defensive line was one of those real concerns so I mean was there almost like better news they could have gotten than having him come back not at all and I think unless you were thinking they needed somebody else out of the portal along with Edwards that they got from, from Northwestern. Well, they got it with Jamal Woods. And I think that they feel like that's, again, that nose tackle spot is where I think, um, you know, the coaching staff and, and, and Jamo Terrence Jamison, the defensive line coach was really concerned, especially again, after Rod Perry leaves, they need to get something out of Calvin Avery as well next year. Um, but they feel like from a veteran standpoint, if you look at, you know, Jamal and then Edwards slides in as immediately eligible. And on the outs and, and then Calvin Avery on the inside and on the outside, you've got, you know, again, you've got Johnny Newton and, and Keith Randolph trying to put together another spectacular season on the outside. That that odd man front starts to look a lot better for JMO. So earlier we talked to Kedrick Prince about recruiting with football, and I'd like to hear you and your perspective on 
on recruiting. What are you hearing about the offers to these kids lately? What I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is maybe the most important social media picture that showed up this past week, which is Barry Lonnie's had dinner at the, at the Leary house and specifically has sat down and talked with Donovan Leary, the 2023 or 2022 signee, a quarterback signee for Illinois. And that was really important because I had not gotten any feedback from the Leary family and specifically Donovan himself about this change at offensive coordinator that the Illini made. And, and I think that everybody, I, my, my guess is now everybody in that family and everybody, um, especially that, that six foot three quarterback that's going to come in, in, in for fall camp and hopefully be ready to lead the Illini maybe in 2024. I think he feels pretty good about it now. And I think that that's really important. You've seen, you've seen them double back with some signees that won't be here in the spring that aren't early enrolling, the Joey Oaklas, Hunter Whitenecks, Donovan Leary's again. And then this, the second back half of that strategy is, is that you've seen them offer a whole bunch of kids in this 2023 and 2024 class. And what that's, what that's trying to establish is, is that they understand that with some of these kids, um, you know, the big boys are going to come calling and they're going to come calling pretty soon. But if Illinois can get, you know, their foot in the door and be the first in the door, they feel like that's a pretty sound strategy to maybe, you know, peel off some four-star kids in, in these next two classes that they're going to need. And, and I think it's a pretty sound strategy. So uh, I know they had a really, really big group come in for the junior day that, that came in for, uh, you know, the, the two basketball games, the Friday night game against Michigan was had a whole bunch of big kids. Terrence Jamison was leading a whole bunch of groups that, uh, that looked like 280 to 320 pound kids. And I, 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 I was really excited about the group that he brought to the Michigan basketball game. And I think that they, they were really excited about the numbers that they had for their junior day and the kind of talent that they were able to bring in. So really what you're saying to me here is if they're offering kids who are sophomores in high school, this Illinois coaching staff sees that they're going to be here in the long term, correct? Yeah, I would think so. Um, I think there's been there's been a lot of rumors about Ryan Walters over the last, I don't know, 12 days. We've seen some social media pictures of him going into houses and having home visits with kids that, that are signed. So I think that's a sign that Illinois feels like that there's going to be some stability in this coaching staff. They're already starting to hit high schools that they know they're going to want to hit hard portal era, which is uh, of 2022, which is we're now into, you know, post signing day and post bowl game. And then you got to hit the post spring. I mean, because after spring kind of shakes itself out, you're going to have kids enter the portal again. So um, I think Illinois is continually monitoring that because while my numbers are different, Brett Bielema says he's not even going to be able to hit 85 for the 2023 or for the 2022 season. So um, I still think that they're going to try to get some, they're going to still be selective, but I think they can still try to hit the portal a little bit with, with some selectivity, but they know they have some position groups they want to hit either now or after the spring. Uh, Matt on that, then I, is this, a, are, have you shifted your position? I thought before, that you felt that maybe Illinois would not be very active in the transfer portal. Do you think that's now changed with what you're hearing? I don't. I just, I think that there, I think this staff is being very, very selective in what they want to do in the portal. And I think it's really smart because I think that they're, they're not going to tell a high school coach we're a developmental program, but Brett Bielema and all these other coaches are telling them, and then they're going to go try to get, they're going to try to Michigan state this deal and try to get instant help in the portal to get eight or nine wins. I don't think that way Brett Bielema feels they have to do that. And B, I think every coach in the power five knows right now 
we're not recruiting the portal for depth. Nobody recruits the portal for depth. Mm-hmm. Everybody recruits the portal for, can you come in and help us right away right now? And I feel like this staff still feels like there's spots that they can fill in that vein, but they're not going to just bring in talented players unless you're originally from the state of Illinois, then there's an open door policy. Um, but it, it, you know, the, T-Raw Edwards fills a need, an immediate need that they have at defensive line. And, and, and I feel like Tommy DeVito feels an instant need that they had at quarterback. They're doing this by importance and they're doing this by, hey, if we have a spot for you that we know that we, you can plug and play here, we'll do it. But I don't think that they want to build that program that way. And I, I think a lot of people are looking at it like it's, it's the way to go about this if you're trying to rebuild this program and get it on the right track. Yeah, that's a lot of content for what's supposed to be uh, an off week. Matt, we'll leave it there. Thanks. We'll talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Not a problem. See you guys. All right. Matt Stevens, Illini guys, football writer and analyst to always bring in the goods again, even during an off week to you. It certainly is not with Matt. He has got his finger on the pulse. You know, we have heard from a few Illini legends this month here on the Illini guys sports spectacular. Corey Bradford, Doug Altenberger, even the veteran uh, Demir Kripalia, the what a star he was 20 years ago. Next up, Sergio McClain. We talked with him. That's after a quick timeout. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF on-call urgent care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say... I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support, not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. Sergio McClain was one of the most popular players ever to put on the Illini uniform. 
four-time state champion at Peoria Manual. He not only chose the Illini to star on the basketball court, but was the Pine Piper of his day to get other top players to join him. I caught up with Sergio during the reunion of the 2001-2002 Big Ten champions at State Farm Center. What was that like to go back out there uh, on the court after all these years with your boys? Oh, man, it, it was... It was... It was exciting, man. You know, just go out there and, and, and feel that atmosphere again. It just it put life back in you, man. I know that um, when, when I think of that program, I think of you and I think of your dad. Do you think he was out here with you with you guys today? Oh, definitely, definitely. This, this that that wouldn't have happened without Wayne McClain. Don't don't twist it. Now, him not being here and not a lot of behind the scenes as far as him, you know. Getting us here and, and then having the connections, not even being on the coaching staff to persuade Cook, to persuade Jaren's Howard, to call call coaches on the north side where Demir Kapaya is and different things, saying, hey, you know, get them over there with my son. You know what I'm saying? It, this this is just as much as his teams as well, the way it was built, man, behind the scenes. Absolutely. You've, you've seen, you guys have seen how you have to build a program. You guys went through it, getting it back up to where to greatness and we're seeing that again right now you gotta know what this team is going through this program is going through right now don't you yeah yeah i mean i think it has to all be on the same page you know at the end of the day i think god god works in mysterious ways you know in this situation right now carabelle is not playing you know it gives these kids an opportunity to play without him and it's just showing that that you can win with him on the sidelines, the question now is when he comes in, how can he add to that instead of pulling energy away from it in order to figure out how his game is going to fit? You know what I'm saying? So I feel if, if, if they can figure out some diversity to, to him coming back in the lineup as far as what they got clicking now and how he can just be another ingredient, man, I'm looking forward to that. And I know everyone, all your fans are going to want to know, what are you doing these days? I'm, man, I'm running my dad's foundation, Wayne McClain Pipeline Foundation. We're based out of here in, uh, in Champaign. We work through Central Illinois. Um, after, uh, we've, in the past, we've done after-school programs. Currently, we have a, a, a foster grandparent program in the schools, and we uh, have a, a Wayne McClain Basketball Academy where we do skill development out at Savoy Rec Center uh, throughout the week. You know, so uh, just just brick by brick man putting it together man always great to talk to him i really enjoyed spending time with uh with his his late dad uh, the late uh, wayne mclean of course uh, not just a longtime coach uh, over at manual but again a longtime assistant um under uh, bill self and and bruce weber but um just um sergio one of those guys that uh, just is always around the program and always uh, just always does the right thing it seems yeah he was such a stud and he was a leader so much of that team keyed off of him. And I'll be honest with you, I sent a letter to Jerry Jones uh, saying, hey, this is your next tight end because <laughs> he was so tough. I, I think he could have walked into, you know, a fo- you know, across to Memorial Stadium and been an all Big Ten tight end. And um, Jerry never answered. So I tried to get Sergio in the NFL. I mean, did it for Justin Pearson back in the day when I do it again, you know? I, I tried. <laughs> yeah, you try, Mike. You try. But I actually went to um, – I'm a little bit older than Brett uh, Melton, but I went to high school with Brett, and knew, I know Brett very well, and he has nothing but great things to say about Sergio. Sergio was just one of those guys that he just did a lot of intimidation, a lot of um, body language, and you just kind of, you know, flew – you just kind of flowed off of him that, that way. 
Yeah. He owned the world, let's just say. Yeah. Fantastic leader, fantastic athlete, and uh, great to talk with him and doing some great things. Uh, again, even now, no surprise there with uh, with this foundation. Sergio McLean, uh, thanks again for being a part of the show here. Back with more on the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular after this. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Right back here, Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Going to wrap up uh, these, uh, once again, a very whew, fast and furious couple of hours. Hey, a couple of things that uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about just yet. Former Illini star Myers Leonard back on campus uh, on MLK Day. $500,000 donation toward the oven uh, renovation project and also talked about the issue that kind of got him booted from the NBA. Um, you know, the, 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 the racial slur and, and what he's doing to kind of rectify that situation. Um, I respect Myers for stepping up and, uh, and taking ownership. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, it, sitting in the room when he was talking about, it, it was a pretty amazing experience. Uh, somebody who's really tried to reach out, learn, and even done some uh, counseling to help himself with maybe managing some of the emotions that caused that incident. Um, I, I don't want to take too much away, but we're going to talk a little bit about that more next week. And I would tell folks it'll be worth tuning in for because uh, Myers is pretty inspirational when he talks about that. Absolutely. And his 
PR tour is not a PR stunt in my mind. It seems to me he's very genuine. It seems to me he's really wanting to look at somebody in the eyes, listen to what they have to say, listen how it's hurt their feelings. He's talked to a couple rabbis at the U of I campus. They forgive him for what he said. I like that. I've, I've always liked Myers. Had a chance to interview him during his sophomore year at Illinois and um, got a chance to, to talk to the Silers down in Robinson. Um, man, they're just fantastic people. His coaches support staff down there. And, and like Mike said, we'll get more into that uh, coming up here um, in next week's show. Hey, Ayo Desumu uh, getting a chance to uh, fill in starting with Zach Levine out. He's just killing it. Flirting with a triple double the other night. Um, you know, I, I just, once again, could not be happier for this young man and how hard he's worked and what he's contributing to this uh, Chicago Bulls team. Yeah. NBA uh, GMs draft on potential, not on production. And Io is a guy who has both. He has a lot of production. He has physical potential and he works hard to achieve it. Why he wasn't a first round draft choice is beyond me, but it's awesome seeing him get a chance to play for the Bulls. And I think he's going to make more and more of a mark on that franchise. And I like that he was actually a second round draft pick because to me, that just makes him work harder. And it's also trying to prove continually. He's probably going to have to prove for the next three years that he was worth it. Oh, I, 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 my money is he gets a fat deal before then. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yep. Yeah. Yep. I think that's in the works. They're not going to, I mean, it's, it's going to work out for him, but yeah. Be mid, mid next year, mid next yeah. year. And can I add to it's rough when you play at home, when you're a hometown guy, you play for the hometown team. Yeah. That's rough. That's yeah. tough, man. But he's the man. He's making it happen. Could not be happier for him. And now he's got another former line on the team with him. How about Malcolm Hill this week, signing a two-way deal with the bulls. He had the 10 day contract uh, with the Hawks. One of the COVID fill-ins. Play great against the Bulls. That expires. The Bulls need somebody. Sign him. Love what he's bringing. And now he's there. One of the all-time leading scorers in Illinois history is a Bull. One of the guys who, uh, unfortunately, you know, got kind of caught up in the gross curse and, you know, never got a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, Uber-talented player, high-class kid. Couldn't be happier for him. You know, but having him and Io together is just fantastic. And I actually had to go back and look. I forgot about him. I forgot about Jamal even still playing. And I mean, or, or I forgot about Malcolm even playing. I, I couldn't think about it, but I do like that. He's with the bulls. He's with IO. And I'm sure that Malcolm and IO are hanging out and they're close and they're feeding off each other too. Patrick you Quinn handling his uh, inner Malcolm Jamal Warner, getting the two. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew I got you. Try to help Roger the people in this out. world. That's right. That's right. We had that reference earlier. You're thinking Cosby's. That's right. So, yep, yep, but yep. no, yeah. Pride of Belleville, Illinois. I think he's uh, now 26. Uh, like Mike said, four-year starter could not have been a, a better player or ambassador for the Illinois team. And I uh, love the success he's having right now. Hey, before we go, we got just a few seconds left. NFL playoffs this weekend as well. Who you guys got? I'm still upset about the Cowboys losing. There you are. I think if the Packers are going to lose, it's going to be this week. I think if they don't lose this week, I see them going the rest of the way to the Super Bowl. And, I, you know, that's going to be depressing. I think it's going to be Packers and Chiefs. I think it's going to be Packers and Chiefs as well. I, I hate to be the same, but Packers, Chiefs. And I, I got 10 seconds. I got to rub it in Mike's face. Mike, Dak, Prescott, 14 seconds, no timeouts. Really? The, what, what's worse is both him and McCartney trying to blame the refs. Mm. They're not going to get any better with that attitude it's too bad it, it is too bad 
It is too bad. And we'll leave it there. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Well, for Cowboys fans, fortunately, we're out of time, I guess, including Mike. Hey, thanks so much to Brett Bielema, Sergio McClain, Kendall Bostic. Uh, of course, uh, we had the Illini guy and the Illini gal on the team, Demonte Williams, Adelia McKenzie, all the Illini guys, players. Uh, thanks for everyone being here and you as well. Complete coverage of the Illini Maryland game right now on IlliniGuys.com. For Mike, Brad, and Patrick, I'm Larry. We'll see you right back here again next week for the Illini guys Sports Spectacular. ILL. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.